0: It is Monday, October
1: 24th. This is Jaguar's Happy Hour. Jaguar's Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans.
0: And now, a guy who doesn't mind a warm beer to go with his spotted dick, J.P. Shedrick. And welcome in. It's Jaguars happy hour. It is London week coming up, but first we've got to review the week seven game the Jaguars and the Giants. Giants get a win over the Jags at the bank, and Baselli and Prisco are standing by. We'll hear from those two about the 24 17 final. Giants over the Jags at the bank on Sunday. The Giants ran the ball, especially in the fourth quarter. The Jaguars rally fell one yard short in the very end of the last play of the game. Fanatics fan questions. We'll go around the league. We've got a busy program ahead. Let's start with head coach Doug Peterson. Jaguars good against the run, but then in the fourth quarter, they just couldn't stop it.
1: Well, I thought our defense for, honestly, three and a half quarters just stymied their run game, you know, and kept them – Kept him at bay and and all of that. Of course, they get in their you know they get in their four minute four minute offense and, and things change a little bit. But you know for for those three and a half quarters, you know I thought our defense did a nice job stopping the run and handling that. We know Daniels uh, you know athletic guy and some of the zone read stuff he kept and and um, you know obviously got to look at the film and, and see see where we dropped that one. But you know again credit them you know uh, they did what they needed to do to win the game at the end.
0: More to come from Doug Peterson a little later. It comes down to the final play, and wide receiver Christian Kirk stopped a yard short.
2: That was close. Um, You know, that's a play that, you know, we practice every week and, um, you know, just kind of put the, you know, ball in the body and try to, you know, fall forward and get into the end zone. Uh, They did a great job, you know, defending it. Corner did a good job, you know, kind of holding me up, and then. I thought I could, you know, try to fall in. But, you know, they, they played it great. But, you know, we executed the play, you know, the way we had practiced it. So, that's all you can ask for. Yeah.
0: And then to the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Tough day at the office with this Jaguars team overall. But there's still a long string of games to go try to get this thing right.
2: I think it's important to stick, to stick together. You know, at the end of the day, if we can stick together, that's the only way we, we turn this thing around and we and we put ourselves, we keep, continue to put ourselves in this position. But, find a way to actually get it done um and if we don't sit together we don't have a we don't have a shot and I know we have a group that's going to stick together and and that's the that's one of the best things I think about this team is how close we are and you should have heard the guys in the locker room after the game and just I mean guys are so passionate about it You you put so much work in and that's the that's the cool thing is that's the only that's the only thing that anybody cares about is winning it's not about stats it's not about someone getting the ball or you know a guy getting a bunch of sacks or whatever it is, it's just everybody wants to win. And that's why people are so pissed off because um, we're not finding a way to do that right now. And uh, it's going to come, though, and I, I believe that. And we just got to go do it.
0: There you have it. Full press conference is available on Jaguars.com and Jaguars social media, including Doug Peterson. Earlier today, we'll hear from the head coach coming up a little later. We welcome in Pete Prisco from South Florida, Tony Vaselli from London, United Kingdom, Good afternoon, Pete. Uh, good evening, Tony. Uh, Pete, they, they lost another hey. one.
3: Hey, well, Tony's, on, Tony's on, over there. On, he's on. all tired. He's blown in and grown in. Yes. Look how tired he is. He gets get off so big.
4: <laughs> i got my pajamas on, Pete. Hey, uh, can we pull the billboards back up that of the show? Because I think somebody put the wrong final score. It was not 24-17. It was 23-17. If you pull the billboard up.
0: Yep, yeah, that's on me. I like
4: a correction there. That's
0: totally on me. I totally whiffed on that. I built that this morning, wow, and I built look it at incorrect.
3: Baseli coming from, the, uh, from London with a right-hand cross. Yeah, oh, I'm just saying
4: no, it, right. it was a 23-27 game. I'm not trying to call anyone out. I don't know who did it. It was I'm a 23-27
3: sweating. game? So 23-17. You said 23-27 just right there. It doesn't matter. You're it's tired. Just, well, I, you corrected uh, him, and I'm correcting you.
4: Well we can fix it for later when they post it, they can put it upright. That's all I'm just trying okay. to help.
3: Okay, all right. All right. You're just cranky and tired. Hey, by the
4: way. Oh, I am so tired. By the <laughs> way, a couple things. I agree with Doug Peterson when he said they did a great job against the run um against Saquon for, for three quarters. They didn't do a good job of Daniel Jones against the run the whole day. No. Right? <laughs> Oh did, I, did I watch the wrong game? I mean, maybe I missed it, but I just – I thought – I mean, they were great against Saquon, but they were – it was almost like – and I know this isn't the fact because Doug talked about it. It was almost like they didn't realize they were going to run the zone read with Dan Jones.
3: No, what they, it felt they, like- they, they kept crashing in. every, And it was different guys. Every single time, it wasn't the same guy. Whoever they, No, put no, in, no. That's what I'm saying. Crashed. Yeah. And, so and they, didn't play very, they didn't play it very well. And, I mean, look, it cost them. Ultimately, that's what cost them the game is his ability to run. It's, first, it's only second time a Giants quarterback has rushed for 100 yards in the history of the franchise. Yeah.
4: I mean, that, it was his legs that killed us. But I will say this. Early was his right arm thrown to a bunch of receivers that nobody knows about. And once again, the Jaguars get no pressure. We don't get pressure when we rush four. We don't get pressure when we rush five. We don't get and pressure And they blitz. They blitz. Yeah, they blitz. They blitzed. did. I, I mean, Mike Caldwell is trying to get pressure. Our guys are not getting home. No. That's a problem.
3: And there's then no, the right tackle. And that four, was with a the backup no, right tackle, too. And then the guard went out.
4: There's no real four-man pressure. Now, what I didn't understand yesterday, early in that game, I thought Josh Allen had it going against the right tackle a little bit. And then, for whatever reason, like in the second quarter, like the second and third quarters, they put Josh Allen over on Andrew Thomas, who played great. He was getting nothing. Oh, he's because he's one of the best left tackles in football, and he had nothing going over there. And, and Trayvon wasn't getting. He doesn't rush the passer on either side right now. He's just not a pass rusher.
3: No, like point. even his sacky fell in. and his sack he fell into it. It was
4: Josh. Josh Allen won. Right. Forced Daniel Jones up, and and right. then. Um,
3: he got him it. off of this guy and got him. Yeah,
4: that's right. But the lack of pressure, Pete, is a major issue.
3: Oh, it's bad, and it's the same. It, and it's the same thing. It's a lack of pressure. The linebackers drop out deep. They dump it underneath on those crossers into the, in, and underneath, and, they, and there's always a ton of room there. And then if not, they you know flood the zone and get get a guy coming out of the other way and get him into the, in the flat. And they killed him a bunch with that, just like the Colts did. I mean, Robinson, the tackling is bad, too, in the open field. It's not bad. Bad tackling. They missed a bunch. Bad tackling.
0: Missed a bunch yesterday.
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you look around. Number five needs to tackle better. Yes. He needs He needs to tackle better. He's just, he's not a good tackler. No. I mean, that and you got a free safety that can't tackle. That's a problem.
4: And then, Pete, you look at it, and again, it's self-inflicted wounds. You know, you have a... You're off the field with the interception.
3: This is stupid, roughing the passer. But like he head butted him. What are you doing? Um, even, it, it, I mean, he tried to. It almost looked like he tried to let up, and he still he still head butted him.
4: Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, that was no good. And you know, and then fumble by Etn. Uh, we'll go through the scenario of going for it on fourth down, up up four uh decided Ugh. to go for it Ugh. um that whole that whole like series of plays was interesting to me not deciding not to uh review it to going for it on fourth down and by the way the play call which i'm a big center sneak guy i mean quarterback sneak guy um i'm not sure about that call with your backup
3: was that the first down how they not call that a first down? Beat? Right, right. I don't know how they didn't call it a first down, but it, he got it. Don't forget, they ran third and one too, and got nothing.
4: Right, but I don't, I don't understand how they.
3: I mean, this they is fourth challenged, and an inch. They should have challenged the 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 uh, they, a. They should have challenged the um, spot on the Kirk run. This was just stuffed.
0: This is the third down play.
3: This right. third down play, right. actually, the backside. Guy comes down and makes a play on that. Otherwise, he gets. Well, this one, I
4: don't understand why you run quarterback sneak
3: to the back right up behind guard.
4: your un- your undersized backup guard.
3: I mean, no, they could have run it to the undersized starting guard on the left side because he's undersized. No, he, no, but he's big. He's thick. He's he's strong. Strong. But but okay. On the if you watch the play, if we can run it again on the third down play, ETN getting the first down, but the backside end comes down and gets him okay, this is a first down, hey, right, right there he's way he's across that it's it's not even close, and then they should' have challenged it. they didn't, but this run watch the backside end comes down and gets him otherwise he's getting a first down, and then on a quarterback sneak, your two hundred and seventy pound right guard got blown up <laughs> I mean, that- what happened to Scherf that he went out of there that i didn't I don't
0: know, I never heard
3: i. JP, they announce anything today? I didn't hear anything. No. See, he runs through that tackle if the guy doesn't come from behind, and then this is just a disaster. This this wasn't even for quarterback sneak where you getting pushed, it wasn't even close. And they that should be automatic. It should be an automatic every single time. So, yeah. it was a bad sequence. Now having said all that, it's okay to kick a damn field goal. Well, yeah, here's where I didn't understand the field
4: goal. And I and I'll, and let me just be complete, completely transparent. Sitting in there in the booth, calling the game, I had mixed emotions. The player in me, Pete, the offensive line in me, in me said, if you can't get two inches, you don't deserve to win. Go get it. That was the offensive line in me. But then I started doing math. I'm like, wait a second. Fourth quarter, you score, kick a field goal here. You're up seven. That changes how the Giants are going to play this drive because now they know they have to score. Right. And, and if they do, you're going to have the ball with call it five minutes or six, you know, five to four to six minutes, somewhere in there with a the chance to go take the lead again. And all you need is a field goal. I didn't understand the not kicking the field goal. there. Okay. You were in the booth. What did Lagerman say? I, I can't remember. I don't want to put words in mouth. I really can't. I, I I don't.
3: I don't really remember. See, because I was sitting there in the, in our green room when we were getting ready to go on air, and I'm watching. I'm like, you you have to take the points. You go up seven. Here's the other thing, Tony. It's not like it's fourth and an inch from the one yard line. It's fourth of a minute with, in an inch. If you get it, you still got 19 yards to go to go get the touchdown, anyways. Right. And right. They, there's no guarantee. Red, yeah. There's they've there's had no red zone
0: issues this year, so yeah,
3: you know. Take, take your field thing... goal. Take your field goal, and then it, it, take take your field goal. Go up seven. Put the onus on Daniel Jones and that offense and go get a touchdown to tie you. The biggest
4: thing to me was the math. The math of up seven. You're kind of you're you're putting yourself in a position where you can control your own fate. You're not going to be playing from behind, and. The type of game that it
3: was, Pete. Right, it was like they're going up and down the field, We're going up and down the field. Points were a premium. They were going up and down the field, but neither team scored. Nobody scored. Yeah. That's right. But here's the other thing. Why why did he not go for two when they scored the touchdown? They kicked the extra point, and it was missed, and and they were up four, but it would have put them up six. You go for the two there. Remember, it was 17-13, right? Isn't that right, JP, when they scored? Yes. 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 Okay, so you're up four. What's the what's the extra point do? It doesn't do anything. So go for two. Five. Right, so you go for two and make it <laughs> six, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way. What was the anal-
4: – I wonder what the analytics said on that fourth and inches well, what to do.
0: Well, remember, there was a false start um, on the long snake. Yeah, so we went route. backwards, Pete. And then – yeah, and then they – tried the extra point
3: from longer and it got blocked. No, I'm, I'm saying, I know I'm saying, what you're saying. you I'm make the decision you. before right. you even get in that situation. Yeah. To, right. to, to, he saying, go, do it before you ever do it. Yeah. Right. right. And then, and then the other one was, uh, the analytics on the fourth and inches. I don't you can talk all the analytics you want. Well, how many games have there been with the Giants? Defense is playing Jacksonville Jaguars, and Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback, and you have a backup right guard. And, and if you can factor that all into some analytics, well, come tell me about it. I'll then. say you this. Know what I mean?
0: Doug Peterson said it wasn't an analytics decision. It was how they were running the ball and how they were moving on offense that he believed that, hey, let's, let's go get this thing. So it wasn't, hey, let's go to the booth and hear what it is on fourth and two inches.
4: And, and that's fair. That is fair to... Doug, and I would I would be okay if you had your starting right guard in. He just left the game two plays ago,
3: and he didn't have two monsters on the inside for the Giants.
4: <clears throat> well, and you and, yeah, and you know, like I think Van Landen is going to be a good player, but he's an undersized guy right now. He needs to get bigger. You know that as a coaching staff, so you're going to run right behind him.
3: Yeah. It made no. You got to kick the field goal anyway. I don't care what the analytics say in that situation. You you put the pressure on the Giants to go get a tie. All they're going to do is tie you. That's the best case scenario. Best case. And and it's not like that inch. If you get it, you're automatically going to get a touchdown. What is it? Right. It's not like they've been great in the red zone, like you said, JP. They got to still got to go score. So kick your field goal. Go up seven. It's an epidemic in the NFL. Kicking field goals is okay sometimes. Okay, it's, we've gotten away from it, and you saw it last night in the Dolphins Steelers game. Kick they, that game was sixteen ten. Why? Because he didn't kick a field goal earlier in the game, and he's sweating passes into the end zone in the final seconds. It shouldn't come to that. Be smarter.
0: Well, we've got plenty ahead and more on this discussion, I'm sure. We'll get into the defense when we come back a little bit more. And, of course, uh, later, Travis Etienne's day as a whole on the offensive side. Second hour, we'll have your questions. We'll keep it real. We're just getting started on Jaguars Happy Hour on 1010 AM Jaguars.com, Jaguars social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
2: I messed up. I, I let the team down there. Uh,
1: got my hands up, tried to, you know, get some contact with my head. So that's that's the, that's the call. You know, I didn't hit him hard, but that's the call, man. I messed up. That's on me. It's
0: Foye Aluakun, Jaguars linebacker, and welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. Of course, he's discussing the roughing the passer penalty that negated an interception. For nine years, DreamFinders Homes has been proud to call themselves the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Visit DreamFindersHomes.com for all the available inventory, and go Jags! It's Jaguars Happy Hour, J.P. Shadrick with Pete Prisco, stateside. Tony Vaselli is in the United Kingdom already, getting ready for the Jaguars and the Broncos coming up. But what's happening this week, during the week, Tony? What all you got coming up?
4: Uh, the first few days are no Jaguar stuff. I got some other stuff I got to do. Mm. Um,
0: Thursday,
3: the
4: Jaguar stuff starts.
3: All right. So you combine you combine the Jaguars trip with a, another work trip. Wow, I'm,
4: it's not my it's not my first rodeo, Pete. Not my no. first rodeo. So that
3: means wait. So you know what that means? He's essentially What's getting a week in London, and it's and people are paying for every damn meal he's going to eat. Interesting idea, Pete. We know how you have the $300 Wagyu steak or whatever it was out in California. What was that? Yes. Yes. That's a yes. Not yes. It was not $300. That's an
4: exaggeration.
3: Mm. Uh huh, because the guy looked it up and said it was $195 or something. You said it was more than that. (laughs) No, he said it was
4: 125, and I said it was more. It was 175. <laughs> get your numbers right.
3: Wow, <laughs> it's gold flake that steak. It's good uh, steak.
4: Hey, changing gears. Like I get what Khan was saying, but I didn't. Like he comes with his head, but he literally lowered his head and hit him with his head first. Wasn't this like I can get? Like sometimes you go up and you're trying to bat the ball down, and as your hand comes down, it hits the guy in the helmet. And you get one of those cheapy, you know, roughing the passers, Pete. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But this, this was one where he like
3: let, like lowered his head. And hit but then him he tried chin. to, but then he tried to stop. So if you're going to do it, you might as well get a good shot. <laughs> he tried to stop. He yeah, knew what no, he was doing. I, I, try. By the way, I don't know what I, I don't know what Daniel Jones was looking at on that play.
4: Like <laughs> he literally just led. Watch this right here, Pete. Yeah. Right Boom. Yeah. I mean, that is called a penalty for the last five years in the NFL if every time. The,
0: if that was college, yeah. it would be targeting. He'd be out of the game.
4: Yeah, oh, he'd be out of the game. Lowered he lowered his launched, helmet.
3: Launched right. with his head and right. uh, and Gold hit deal. him with it. Yeah. Oh, I don't <laughs> understand that.
0: I don't understand that play. Hey, um, by the way, on defense. he tried to stop. Yeah, he did. He t- he did that at the end. He put his hands yeah. up. Yeah, all he did. He knew. He, he knew exactly yeah, but what he
4: did. did that. But it was one of those things. I'm going to try to stop, but I'm not really going to try to stop because I'm going to lower my head and pound you with it. But he
0: didn't really pound him. He
4: could have really pounded him. I I get that, but Pete, why are you lowering your I head? Your head up?
0: I right. I, don't, I know. don't know. I don't know. Who on defense played well
3: for you guys yesterday? I thought Darius Williams had a pretty good game.
0: He had three passes defense three,
3: yesterday. Three, three PBU's. Yeah. Um, I think he's an outside corner. I know he played some in the slot too as well, but I think he if I'm up he started at outside corner, right? And then put when they put Herndon in, they moved him inside back inside. He's yeah. much better. He's much better on the outside. I think they need to play him on the outside. He uh he played well.
4: Herndon, they went after Herndon when Herndon Herndon was outside in uh nickel. And that was the first touchdown.
3: Yeah, Slayton went by him. And then uh they got him a couple other times on the inside as well. He he yeah he didn't have a great game, Herndon. But I think he's a better don't you think he's better inside than he is on the outside?
4: And I yeah. think Williams
3: better Williams is better in, outside than he is inside. I we said this last see more week. More. We said if Shaq did turn I'd it out. I'd around. have to see
4: more. If, to see more.
3: Okay. But Williams played his be- one of his best games yesterday. I thought very I well. Th- I thought so too. I think um, Cisco's not good right now. I'm sorry, he's just not. Why? He doesn't tackle anybody, and he's yeah. He struggles tackles. I mean,
4: and, and and he was a big he was a big guy coming in. We were counting. I remember after camp, we thought he was going to be
3: does the he future he superstar. See make a, do you ever see him make a, a great play? In the whole year, if you can think of one, on one, one play that he made, that pick you go, wow, six. the pick, pick six, that's it. But he's missed a lot of tackles. He puts his head down when he tackles. Not a good no. thing. Um, uh, I thought, I thought the interior
4: defensive line played well. They shut down Ham- Barkley.
3: Hamilton played well. I thought Hamilton did yeah. some good things. Um, Roy hasn't been as forceful as he was earlier in the season. I didn't think, Um they don't rush the passer. Lloyd made some splash plays on Sunday. You, you saw him starting to flash in the back. He made a couple of plays in the backfield even. He's he's flashing a little bit. Uh, they still they get lost at times in their zones and stuff, and the guys sit down, and they don't get in the coverage, and they're wide open, and they make it easy on them. That's just a matter of... Um, I think the biggest thing is
4: there's very few... Um, how do you say it? Well, I, they don't they don't they don't impact the quarterback at all. No. And then and you don't like who's the super disruptive guy on that defense? Nobody. They have good they have good players. But where's like the disruptive dude?
3: Well here's the other thing. If Lloyd can run, okay? For a linebacker, he's fast. But the group behind him in that fast. Cisco,
4: they say, can fly. He doesn't play like it.
3: And, and Tyson Campbell can run. Yeah, maybe Campbell's the one. And he's been a good player this year. He's, I mean, he's been a good player. Did you think that was pass interference on him?
4: Uh, yeah, I thought his hand got around.
3: The, pulled it. You think early, he pulled yeah, yeah. Early, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, but to answer your question, was anybody, like Tony said, totally disruptive on Sunday? The answer is no on defense really? they were good they were solid they were sound yeah. but there's not a there's not anybody yeah. you, okay this is his day to go get his two and a half sacks and six pressures it's his day to go get 14 tackles and a pass defense and an interception it's his day to get a pick and knock down four passes and play the run there's not we there was none of that on sunday yeah, I,
4: I really thought we played seven games. I thought Josh Allen was – I thought he was that guy. I thought he had like six or seven sacks, you know, forced fumble or two. Like he – and now, and Pete, I think you agree with this. You turn on the tape. Josh Allen's a good football player. Like he is solid, good, physical, like run around, hit you. But
3: he there's no there's, he's not pass rushing very well consistently. No, no he's not. And neither is Walker. Neither one of them put your hand on the ground. And oh, and by the way, they did chip Walker a lot. I did notice that they were chipping him. And and but he's neither one of them. Is put your hand on the ground and go win up the field. They're not. They're just not going to do it. That's not what they do. So I don't yeah. know. I think when you when you look at somebody, what what do you do with Josh Allen?
4: I think mean, you got to pay him his fifth year.
3: So pay the fifth year and then go from there?
0: Yep. I mean, it's already,
3: they already gave it to him. It's, right, they, they gave the it option. to him.
0: That's what I'm saying.
4: You pay you pay
3: his fifth year. But then do you start working on an extension, or do you let him play?
4: Well, here's the thing. This team has some salary cap issues going into next year.
3: Of course they do. Yep. Yes, they do. Sure do. Well, who, who so there's going to be – There's going to be some guys you can't bring back. Well, like Juan Taylor.
4: Well, that's a problem. Possibly, he's playing good football for you. He played um, good again.
3: Yeah, he played it good on Sunday.
4: Agreed. The, uh, I mean, maybe if you so let's say Josh Allen stays on track and he finishes with nine sacks, um, really solid year. I mean, solid. I mean, maybe you go sign him. You know, not a top-end pass-rushing deal, but a good outside linebacker deal, and you sign him long-term so you can spread that money out. So you're not paying him the big lump fifty or some. That's all.
3: Yeah. For uh, yeah. injury, you, you know what? You know, Tony, you you mentioned disruptors. The, those two as pass rushers, you're, they're both good, strong, physical football players. Good players. But like good they're player. the exact opposite of what the Colts used to have with Robert Mathis and Dwight Freeney, <laughs> right? Those two guys, you they, their ability to go up the field, disrupt and explode, and, and be athletic, and you, you don't have that.
4: Well, you look at, and but here's the thing. It's funny, Pete. I was just, like, if you look at the AFC South, who are the scary pass rushers in the AFC no, South? There yeah, there do you have any? any?
3: No. There are none. None. Zero. Because there's no one in Tennessee. Good,
4: who, who are the really good disruptive defensive players in the AFC South?
3: Well, is Leonard when he's on the field, yeah, but he hasn't not, played. He hasn't played. He's not on the field. Yes. Right. Um, Tennessee has Simmons. Simmons is the
4: best. I was going to say Simmons is probably the best defensive player. They see that's
3: their disruptive player. Tennessee. he met,
4: he messes things up for you,
3: right? Jacksonville doesn't have a mess up things for you guy. No, neither. Neither does the Colts do when Leonard's on the field and Buckner's playing to his expectations. That's it in their team. How about in Tennessee, in Tennessee, besides Simmons, there's not much in an, and in Nashville, I mean, in Houston, there's nobody. No. So, but it, yeah.
4: and, and I know we're going to talk about the AFC South later. That next segment or the segment after. Uh, we got remember? two more. Uh, the, uh, I mean, this team now is two and five. Pete. two and five. Lost four in a row. And they've had the lead in six of the seven games in the fourth quarter. Late. And they're two and five. They have a positive point differential at two and five.
3: Yeah, but your record is what you you, are. What you are when you
4: you're missing my point. This team finds you know like the Giants, the team we just played, who are six and one. They find ways to win football games.
3: Right. They find ways. you know. what We do.
4: We find find
3: ways to lose lose football games. And they're not in age wise. There's not a lot of difference in the age on those teams either. Because that's a young team, too. And and I think Bill
4: Belichick was famous for saying this, but I know a lot of coaches have said this. The first thing you have to do is learn not to beat yourself. Correct. Because most games, if you will just take – if you'll say – if you'll go into every game saying, we're not going to beat ourselves today. We're going to play good, clean football. We're not going to turn it over. We're not going to make dumb penalties. We're going to take advantage of points when they're there. You know, we're not going to give a big play. You just, you don't
3: beat yourself. You're going to win. JP's waving the paper. I see the paper. 13 penalties. By the way, any any news yet on whether, before you go to break, JP, any news yet if they're flexing the Chiefs game? I I just was wondering. (laughs) I think the jury's
0: still out on that. (laughs) We're waiting for word from uh, 57th Street in New York on that one. (laughs) See if CBS is going to make the move, we'll take a timeout <laughs> offensive talk. When we return second hour coming up, we'll get your questions from social media today. Check out the official Jaguars podcast network. It's free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. This Jaguars happy hour presented by jet home loans on the Jaguars digital network.
1: You know, I think hindsight is twenty twenty, and we can sit here right now and say, "Hey, kick the field goal." Uh, when you're in game and your offensive line is handling them the way we did, um, I put it on them. You know, to to do that, and and um, that had nothing to do with an analytical decision. Right there it was more about how we were running the football at the time, and and uh, felt really good about about where we were.
0: There's the head coach, Doug Peterson, after the game yesterday discussing that fourth and one play at the Giants 20 early in the fourth quarter. Welcome back. It's Jaguars happy hour. J.P. Shadrick with Pete Frisco and Tony Vaselli rehashing this Jaguars 23-17 loss to the Giants. On the offensive side, (laughs) Trevor Lawrence um, in this game was 22 of 43 passing, 310 yards... Lawrence ran four times for three yards. Had the sneak touchdown. Also, what'd you make of Trevor's day as a whole in in this offense, Tony?
4: Um, you think back. I thought Trevor played well, fine overall. I think he missed a Jones on a throw in the end zone, but I thought he made some big time throws and had composure in the pocket. Um. He made some throws too, and he was getting hammered, and just stepped in there and, and, and threw strikes. So, I give him uh, a B, B plus.
3: Yeah, B plus is good. Uh, and, and Tony, he did some things that you've been preaching, and I've been preaching all along. He checked it down. Yeah. There was a there was a route where they tried to hit a deep shot, and they both were covered on the deep, and he came down and hit the hit the the, the guy on the sideline for it was a tough throw, but he hit it. Um, and there was another one where he checked it down when he was trying to go deep as well. I think he's learning from that. You're right, the Zay Jones one where they delayed him on the crossing route, and he was wide open, and the linebacker sunk a little bit, and all he had to do was put it out a little bit toward the the, uh, sideline, and that's a touchdown. Yep, that's right. I think the guy spooked him a little bit here. You can see it here. I think, I think the linebacker spooked him a little bit, and he shouldn't have because he didn't have enough depth to make a play on that. That was an easy throw. That should have been an easy touchdown.
4: Yep, agreed.
3: But I thought for the most part that might have been one of his best games. Um, you know, the, the the at the end, the two throws into the end zone they weren't great throws. I mean, you're just trying to throw it up. The one down the, the down yeah, the yeah. You're just trying he's to take a chance. He yeah, went to the right I – mean, I, I'll say that. Watching the tape, he went to the right guys because they were in one-on-one situations. You got to do that. The play to Kirk, you know, he talked about the cornerback making the play. That's not who made the play. The safety love made the play. He made a great play because the idea is you run Jones – was it Jones? I think it was Jones runs inside of him, and he kind of takes him, and he kind of carries him a little bit, and then you hit that, and he falls into the end zone. But Love didn't come off. He came off Jones and stood there and made the play. If he doesn't make the play, that's a touchdown for Kirk. Yeah. Are you okay throwing that short of the end zone? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a
4: design play.
3: play. It looked like it was a design yeah, play. That's you what Christian. Where they were going
0: with it. That's what Kirk no, said. They were designed. The game too. They
4: were trying. They were trying to get the. They were trying to just get Love just to carry enough so there's a tiny seam. Right. So he can
3: just he can fall. Like,
4: all he needs is a half yard.
3: Yeah. It right. slips in there. But he made a great. The kid made a great play. Yeah,
4: right.
3: yeah, I, I mean he comes. The, you can I see it here. It he see him. He's uh, there. He comes up and he comes off his guy and makes the play. I mean it's a great play.
4: I thought yeah. it was well executed all the way around.
3: Yeah, I we were live at the time, and I'm on the we're looking. I'm looking over on the big screen next. We got these big screen with all the games on it, and I I made a I went oh I went like this. I go did he get in? You know, on the, I'm on the air, but I made the face, and one of my anchors goes, "What you make a face for?" And I go cause I didn't tell them, but I said, "Oh, I just saw something on the screen over there." But they, I mean, that was it's what that's actually. You could tell that's a well-designed play, but the kid just makes a great play on it. He really does. Love makes a great play on it to get up there and get get a part of it.
0: Yeah. Hey, um going back on another offensive thought here. Travis Etienne has his first career 100-yard game yesterday. Yes, he fumbled inside the five, that will mar the effort, but as a whole, what did you like about Etienne's day at the office, Pete?
3: Was well, explosive. I mean, you see that. He he can turn something around the corner. I mean, that's the difference between him and James Robinson. And, and we'll get to that in a second, but uh, I mean, look, there's been a bit of a passing of the baton. It's, it's Travis Etienne is the lead running back on this football team right now. And probably should be, I don't know if they should have faced James Robinson out entirely like they did, but ETN gives them home run ability. Um, He gives them that home run speed, which they, they needed. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm, I think he was impressive on Sunday. Yeah, I'm surprised you're saying probably should be the well he should be. One. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean he's and I'm not. Taking we kind of said way. that for much of the season, though. We've been saying that along. He's yeah. You had questions about, about him though, whether he could handle the. I did.
4: The... I did. I, I, one of the pleasant surprises for me is how powerful Etienne runs and how well he runs between the tackles. If I was going to say anything, the reason James Robinson didn't get any carries is because Travis Etienne didn't get enough.
3: Yeah, they kind of got exactly. – did they get away from it a little bit again?
4: I thought – I thought in that – well, the only time I felt like they got away from it – remember the last drive, they have no choice. Yeah. The second to last drive, first and 10, Jawan Taylor jumps off, and now you're first and 15. I thought that's where they threw it three straight times. I would have gone – And maybe Doug would have if they didn't jump off sides and make it first and 15.
3: Yeah. What about the first possession of the second half? Was that three passes in a row or was there a run in there too? They went three and out.
0: First possession of the second half, you said, Pete?
3: Yeah. No, they scored a touchdown on the opening possession. If I'm not mistaken. No, they came out and scored right away, I thought. Yeah. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe it wasn't the first possession.
0: Yeah, it was the second possession. They went three and out. They had a big punt at the end
3: of that. Let's see. Third. Yeah. Quarter. What was it? What was the? position? Was, what yeah. Was okay.
0: The... First and ten from their own four. They were backed up. Right. Uh, Etn up ETN. the middle. Etn for okay. two okay. yards. So Etn ran. left in for four. Lawrence oh, so incomplete deep left okay, to so Marvin wrong. Jones.
3: Okay. Yeah. Marvin. That was the one where he was pressured. And and, and, and that's right. Yeah. So it was actually. I mean, I don't. They I don't did. know if they got. it. It's hard to say they he, got away from it. Well, they didn't have a lot of plays. Yeah. The Giants. The
4: Giants had it over thirty-five minutes.
3: Well, well that's, again, we go back to the same thing that's happened with that defense in the past. They don't get. They don't get. You know, get off the field. And they, that's and where that's getting, where the sacks come into play.
4: And Daniel Jones was killing him with his legs.
3: I mean, every single time he looked like he needed to get a first down, he'd pull it, and there'd be nobody there.
4: By the way, the it Jaguars... was that was
3: bad. That was bad defense by the by the guy. and it looked like like there was one play where they crashed down, and he thought he on Barkley. Do you remember that one? He thought he was—I forget who it was—he thought he was going to tackle him for a loss, and there Daniel Jones goes out the side door for about thirty, I think it was. I'd love to be in that meeting and ask like who had quarterback on those
4: plays. Like always, I mean, if you're running zone read, someone has quarterback. Someone has to account for the quarterback. I mean. It wasn't like there was someone just not getting there. There
3: was nobody even close. They've had problems with that. A the zone read, but they've also had problems with the RPOs this year. Mm. You know, pulling the ball and, and and throwing passes off of it. They haven't done a good job with that and and not sure why, but they just haven't. You notice that? I look, mean, at, you,
4: look at this one. There's no even around them.
3: No. Well, I don't you usually can't. play that Tony, don't you usually play that end scrape? or linebacker here and out. It's either way. It's very very
4: simple. It's either the linebacker goes to the quarterback and the, uh, I mean, goes to the quarterback and the linebacker sits there in the hole.
3: Right. Or the other way. Or or the
4: other way. And the guy scrapes over the top.
3: Yeah. And a lot of them, there was one guy there. There wasn't two.
4: There was nobody. I'm like, where is everybody?
3: (laughs) Yeah. That was bad
1: defense.
4: And and then there were some bad looks there. That ended up costing them two guys when they had to use timeouts because they couldn't get enough guys on the field. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was bad. And actually, you'd been better off if you were Doug Peterson in that case. Only have ten people out there. Let them go score quicker. At that point, you only just go score. Keep ten. Not burning. I mean, you could argue, Pete, in that situation,
3: which be what was better that, what, off, what was that play call? Which one was that's that?
4: When they that's when they went down and scored the touchdown to tie it up. They had
3: 10 guys out
4: there. They had to call timeout.
3: Yeah, you still got to use your timeout. I know.
4: I'm, I, it's a joke. I'm joking. In
3: the hindsight, you would have liked to have had that timeout. <laughs> <late> <laughs> in the game.
4: Let them go. <laughs>
3: right. hey, let's but, take it. I mean,
4: hindsight's easy. But no, he, you know, we can, look, Doug, right Peterson's
3: a good, Doug Peterson's a good football coach. It just goes to show you that even the best of the best sometimes need to be micromanaged. I mean, you know me. I've criticized a couple of the short yardage calls. I don't like the quarterback run. I hate the quarterback sweep. I hate it. Um, I hate it when Josh Allen does it. I hate it when Trevor Lawrence does it. I hate that play. Hate it. Why would you expose him to that? I know it works sometimes, but why? Is it worth the risk? Is that worth the risk? Is an eight-yard gain worth the risk of your quarterback going down? It certainly is not.
4: Well, but, but Pete, here's the thing. This is where you're full of hot air right now is the biggest risk for a quarterback is not running the ball outside the pocket. It is hey, Don't say
3: that. In. It is too That's a fact.
4: That's a yeah. fact, Pete.
3: You because you're in the pocket many more times than you are running it. Yes, it's you are. <laughs> yes. <dangerous. laughs> if, a guy, if Justin Herbert throws the ball 40 times from inside the pocket and he runs 10, are there? Is there not a 4-to-1 ratio? No,
4: you're
3: missing the point, Pete. No, I'm not it's missing the point. Yeah, yes. No, the bottom line is, you're more likely to get hurt inside the pocket. Yeah, because you're in there four times more, as many no, times. No, I didn't
4: say. I didn't say that more likely. I said it's more dangerous. Idiot. <laughs> four to one. Yeah, it's more dangerous. Four to one. You're an idiot. My <laughs> wife. My wife is yelling at me, saying that I can't talk to you that way. Yeah. Yes, no.
3: Yes, you yes, can. can. Yes, yeah. you I talk to I you know like I that. <laughs> you moron. So. <laughs> <laughs> but my
4: my point is. The bad look is on Mike Caldwell. Caldwell. You can't – I mean, they had – first of all, they had ten one play. They didn't call timeout. Then they had 12. Right. They penalized.
3: Yep. I'm like, hey, can we just get the 11 out there? Let's start with 11. Hey, come up with a name for JP. He's waggling his paper in your face. It's time.
0: It's time. we got to take a timeout. We're up against it. We're back in a moment. We'll look at the AFC South. The second hour coming up in just a few minutes as well. If you're looking for the MVP of the truck game – then look no further than Ford F-150. Loaded with impressive capability and designed to dominate work, play, and everything in between, this truck makes tough look easy. Your local Ford dealer, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, this Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. PRI Productions, the Southeast full-service event company, has everything you need to bring your next idea to life. Visit priproductions.com and learn more. JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vasselli recapping a 23-17 Jaguars loss to the New York Giants. Let's look around the AFC South, and we start off with Indy and Tennessee. The Titans building up an early lead using their defense. of it quickly. It's intercepted. 30, 40, 50, Adams 40, 30, 20, 10, 5, end zone. That is Mike Keith on Titans Radio. Randy Bullock hit four field goals. The Titans won at nineteen to ten over the Colts, and they have a stronghold on this division. Pete,
3: it's over. Division's over. Yes, it is. It's over. It's done. In- Indy changed no, the quarterback. No, Matt no. Ryan got
0: Matt Ryan got benched in Indy.
3: Yep, he's done. They're playing Sam Ellinger. Uh, Tony, you're we, you're muted. Your mic, your you're muted again, Tony. He doesn't know how to use anything.
4: Before we say the division is a wrap, what's the Tennessee Titans record? Four and two.
0: Yeah, there you go. Four and two.
4: Okay. We are two and five. So we are technically two and a half behind them, right? Right. We play them two more times.
3: Yeah. I mean – yeah, I get it. They've had let's so say, much success say, over against them in their history. Let's say,
4: <laughs> especially let's say in Nashville. They beat them yeah. twice. We beat four and five. They're five and f- four and four. So we are a half game. We're half game from controlling our own destiny. Is my point.
3: With the okay. Titans, it's not over. It's the Titans have beat the Colts twice. They're done. They're playing Sam Ellinger the rest of the way. They're benching Matt Ryan, even though he has a shoulder surgery. They said it's not this, it's not shoulder injury. It's not the, it's not the shoulder that's getting them on the bench. Um, by the way, that regime needs uh, to get the criticism they deserve. They've been getting a free pass. That's a disaster. Um, then you have Jacksonville never beats the Titans. <laughs> so, and the Texans are a non-factor. So division. Do I, need, do I? Here we are. It is what is it? Today is October what twenty. 24- fourth fourth division over it's done you want me to lock it right now that we beat the titans twice this year Lock you it, it twice
4: you do it you me, do it
3: you want me to do it right now how many pints have you had if you're gonna lock that damn thing <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Tony, i don't like your attitude pete i don't like your history attitude. history is a great indicator
0: uh, pete to your point the jaguars haven't won in nashville since like 2014
3: well, and what is the and what is the rundown? And I'm going to look at what it is right here. What's the rundown? Line, with... Lock it. We're winning both.
0: Both. A, a lock. Uh, Tony from across the pond with a salvo.
4: I'm tired. That was, that was an emotional response to Pete because I'm tired of him running his trap. No well, I'm a fearless. Okay, here we go. You're ready? No one wants to hear you tell, give it to
3: Tennessee. 20 to nothing Titans last year, 37 19 Titans, 31 10 Titans, 33 30 Titans, 42 20 Titans. I'm going in order. Jacksonville won in 19 20 to 7. Here we go 30 to 9 Titans, 9 6 Titans, 15 10 Titans, 16, 37 16 Titans. Enough! We heard enough! We heard okay. enough! Okay, okay, and and if you really want to go back in time, no,
4: we don't. Nineteen
3: ninety nine. Oh no! (laughs) Twenty to nineteen Titans, forty-one fourteen Titans, and thirty-three fourteen Titans. There you go. The dagger from Pete. The Titans own that franchise until you until you stop that. I can't look at them. This is the year we're stopping it okay did you, in 17 they won a division Jacksonville. right was that 17 yeah we didn't beat him uh, yeah,
4: yes. either time i know
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. history is a great indicator but you you're locking go ahead say it i want to hear this did, i didn't hear the this the um sound there it is
0: oh we're, oh. we're going to break
3: we're going to break
0: oh he locked, locked it. it he Don't locked know. both games against tennessee what a way to wrap up the first hour just wait. We've got another hour of this ahead. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network.
2: you got to find ways to win and, and just find ways to make those plays that decide the game. You know, there's, those plays are scattered throughout the game, but no matter what happened in the prior three quarters and – whatever minutes of that fourth quarter at the very end how can we find ways to make those plays to win the game and um we're just not we're not making enough of those plays right now I mean we're that close and um that's what's frustrating for us too as players you know you put you put so much into it and coaches too obviously you put so much into it and um to come up that short especially this many times early in in the season is is frustrating and everybody feels that and um Guys are sticking together. I mean, we got a lot of we got a belief we got a lot of belief in that locker room and, and you saw it today and I mean, we come up no yard short at the very end, uh, to win in that game by a point, kick the next point would beat him. So it's that's how close it is and that's why I think you see um, the look on the guys' faces and just the the energy and that's the way it should be when you when you're losing like that. You know, no one's obviously happy about it.
0: That's the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, and welcome in. It's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour on Monday afternoon. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco, the Jaguars have dropped their four straight. The final 23-17. The Giants are now 6-1. and one. They've won four in a row. The Jaguars are not. They've lost four in a row. The Jaguars took a four-point lead after a touchdown on the opening drive of the second half. The game turned, though, early in the fourth. 11.33 to play. The Jags face fourth and one at the Giants' 20. Instead of the field goal to go up seven, Doug Peterson went for it. The Jags stuffed on a sneak. The Giants go down the field for the go-ahead touchdown. And then they later kicked a field goal to make it a six-point game. The Jaguars' rally started with 1.04 to play and no timeouts remaining. And it ended one yard short of the end zone, and time ran out on them. Mistakes are plaguing the Jags again, roughing the passer from Foye Aluokin. Negated an interception. Travis Etienne Jr. fumbled the ball inside the five-yard line. Thirteen total penalties in the game. And, yes, again, the Jags are trying to figure it out. And this time they'll have a long plane ride to do it. This week, Wembley Stadium under the arch in London. The Denver Broncos and the Jaguars both two and five. That's what's next, Pete.
3: When when are they traveling to London?
0: Thursday afternoon.
3: Is that a change from when they've been going?
0: Nope. Uh, they'll arrive no. Friday morning like normal. Yep. Uh, Denver went over today.
3: Oh, that's a long trip from We're Denver, sp- man. Spending the whole it week. must feel worse there. than Maselli does.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, no, Pete, the first three years, they played around with different combinations. Uh, like coming out all week. One time they came out after the game in Cincinnati and flew from Cincinnati on I Sunday. I remember
3: that. Right. I remember that.
4: That was a long week. Um, so they've kind of been all over the place a little bit. But the last, what, four years, five years, they've always come over Thursday night. They, full, normal week until Thursday night, practice, get on the plane Thursday night show up Friday morning, go right to the practice, right to the facility.
3: Okay, so here's means, the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar yeah. question. How did you travel? What do you mean how did I travel? How would you get there? <laughs> uh, on an uh, airplane? On Delta? What kind of that airplane? Kind what of kind, kind of airplane? airplane? Delta. You flew private. Who are you kidding? Uh, come
4: on. I First of all, <laughs> If I flew private, I'd be bragging right now.
3: I wouldn't be tired. <laughs> She'd be wide awake. Well, I figured, you know, the franchise has a long history of sending the private plane from Baselli in certain spots. So not,
4: not, <laughs> not across the pond. No, I was on, I was on my private
3: uh, Delta flight. So where do you have to go to Atlanta and then over to London, huh? Yeah, that's a long day. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just listen to
4: everything you just said, J.P., this team finds ways to lose, man. I mean, it's, I said it earlier in the first hour. It's the exact opposite of the Giants. who find, find ways to win. You know what? I don't think – I mean, I think the Jaguars are more talented than the, than the Giants.
3: Yeah, probably. But, Tony, you know what it reminds me of? Just listening to the way Trevor talks. And, and, and JP, were you in the locker room after the game?
0: I was not. I was on the air.
3: Okay. It sounds, and finding ways to lose games in weird ways, it sounds a lot like your 96 team. You guys in 96, do you remember? You found weird ways to lose games early in that season. What was the one in St. Louis? You had like 600 yards of offense. And, <laughs> five picks. Five wow. Picks. Yeah, and you had no business. And then Willie Jackson didn't go down on the last play. You would have kicked a field the, the, goal. Yeah, the, the and but, and, over and then the they, locker room.
4: They, they had under two hundred yards of offense we had over almost six hundred, and we lost,
3: yeah, and going in and I remember the way Trevor's describing the locker room, it was a lot like those guys back then you You thought you were you didn't know if you were good enough, but you know it stung and it hurt and it, anger came out when you lost games like that that's what this that's what his and I'm not in that locker room, I was in that one, but that's what the description reminds me of, which is a good thing, yeah, I think
4: um. Nobody wants to hear this, and I said it on the show this morning with Dan and Jeff. This team can beat any team in the NFL. Any team would not surprise me one bit if they go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs. Would surprise me beat the Cowboys. I don't know who else is on their schedule. I, don't, I, I wouldn't surprise well, me. I if can beat think of
3: one. Titans. I can think of one. I don't think they'll beat.
4: I think they can beat the Titans twice. They're not they beating. Beat the Raven. Twice. They're not beating both. I think. Twice. I think they could. And they're good enough to play with Buffalo, but you know here they, they, are, they don't rush Pete, the
3: passer well enough Pete to beat Buffalo. Let
4: people. me finish. They can lose every team in the NFL too. Every team in the NFL can beat them because this team hasn't learned how to win. They haven't learned how to not beat themselves first. And until they stop beating themselves, they're not going to be a good team. They're not going to have a good record.
3: Right. You got to learn how to win. They haven't learned how to win yet. They don't. No. They don't have that feeling yet. They, they, when something goes wrong. It goes wrong, and that's the end of it. They're not winning the game. That's basically what it is. And look, in, on the surface, what Trevor Lawrence did at the end of that game to get that team in that position where it was, now, the guy made a bad play on the fourth down throw. He overran it in the middle of the field. But still, you still got to throw it. Right. And so, uh, yeah, you're right. They haven't learned how to win yet. So, yeah, from that standpoint, they could lose to every team in the league, and they yeah. could win against the majority of teams in the league. So I just don't think they're beating Buffalo. <laughs> how about how about
4: that play at the end? Where Etn stumbles, if he doesn't stumble and oh. catches that ball,
3: I think he might score.
0: Double there's nobody over
3: there. Oh. There's no. There, <laughs> I watched there. it today on the tape. There's there's about four offensive linemen over there, and there's was one guy. All he had to do he could with his ability to make people miss. He was gone. That was by the way. I'm gonna give. I've criticized Doug for some of his calls. That was one of the best ones right there because that was was so well designed. It was incredible because he made it look like he's throwing a quick screen to the other side. And they all went – Tony, every defensive lineman went flying that way. And there was one guy over there and about three offensive linemen.
4: Mm. Yeah, it it was – and
3: Travis just
4: stumbled. I was like, oh, gosh.
3: And he still almost caught it and made a play on it. But you're right. He stumbled and it was like kind of behind him or high a little bit. But, yeah, that was a well-designed play.
0: Had to go to the bag for uh, in that moment for that play, and they nearly pulled it off. Unfortunately, it didn't work out for them. The uh, Jags, of course, on offense moved the ball. They struggled in the red zone again, 2 of 5 for the day as the official total. They fumbled inside the 5 at one point. They had to, what, settle for a field goal in the first half. I mean, they – This trend continues in the red zone guys, Uh, one way or another, they aren't getting enough points down there. It was what it was. It's
4: been like this since the preseason guys. You remember the preseason, Doug Peterson said he was concerned.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean the fumble, they were going to score on that drive. He just got to hold on to the damn football. The rest of it is a combination of the field condensing and making the decisions quicker and quarterback needing to be better in the red zone. That's, that's what a lot of that is. And it's, as yeah, he grows, have, it'll I be think,
4: better. I think you have to anticipate, like, throw guys open, throw it to tight spaces, throw it before they've turned, uh, coming out of their break, and right. knowing that it's going to be really, really tight.
3: Right. And, 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 you know, if you throw a, a fade, you got to put it up when the guy's back is to you, and you got to just hope that he goes up and gets it. You've got to trust your guys, and particularly for a young quarterback, that's hard to do because you're used to coming out of college where guys are wide open you know right. you don't have to trust them so that that's and the field condenses and you know Tony everybody plays that across the goal line defense so you got to that's why the holes are so tight on the goal line you know you got to squeeze him in and he, he'll get better at it uh it's not that he's awful at it it's just he's not good at great at it yet so that that'll happen
0: takes some time and uh, we'll take a timeout and we'll come back and keep it real with the Jaguars defense and running quarterbacks Yesterday, Daniel Jones ran all over the Jaguars. We'll get to some reasons why when we keep it real. When we return, Jaguars Game Day Radio is brought to you by ViStar Credit Union. Do good. Bank better. And it's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
1: I think it depends on the the call, the defensive call, because there's different ways you can defend it, right? I mean, you can... You can you can bend the defensive end and scrape the linebacker, or you can you know you can charge the defensive end. And there's many different ways that you can play with a with safety there. You can play corners there. There's a lot of different ways you can uh, play defense there. And so it's just all about the communication and, and understanding. Again, it just goes back to understanding you know the the your role, understanding the the call, um, the nuances of you know uh, different adjustments that an offense might make that you, that a defense has to make. Um, but again, credit credit to Giants. I mean, they took advantage of of some opportunities there and and, and hit us for some QB runs.
0: There you have it, Doug Peterson. Earlier today, and welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the quarterback runs. It's time to keep it real. Presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mundavi. Open up a winner today. Real ingredients, award winning wine by Robert Mundavi. And the topic is those quarterback runs. Daniel Jones, 11 carries, 107 yards and a touchdown. Career highs in rushing attempts and rushing yards. And, of course, a major reason why the Jaguars lost. Why and how is he so effective? And how in the hell do you stop this moving ahead, Tony? Well, Doug just
4: talked about it. He's exactly right. There's several defenses. It's a, it's, it's a scheme. Like, decide what scheme you want. Do you want to crash the end? Scrape the linebacker. Do you want the end work up the field? Keep the linebacker. Take the uh, uh, tailback. Do you want to drop your safety down? Corners. There's 50 ways you can do it. Just do it one way. I don't care which way. But they weren't on the same page yesterday. What was concerning was it wasn't like guys were missing. There was nobody there. It's like they didn't know the zone read was coming which I know they did. I got to believe they worked on it. It's like, was no one talking back there? Were they not communicating? Did they not come to the sideline when he had 50 yards and say, okay, let's not let him get another 57? I mean, I don't know. It's all questions <laughs> I'd love to ask. If I was in the United States, ask Doug right now. Say, at any Or Mike Caldwell. At any point, do we say, okay, I'll tell you a great story. I'm not going to tell you the player's name because he ended up, I'm not going to say his name, but we, I'm playing at USC my junior year, and we are playing uh, North Carolina in the kickoff classic in Anaheim. And they um, had two big backs. It was the year after Natron left, uh, or maybe Natron. Was there, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. And they're a good team. We're a pretty good team, and we're playing them. And they used to come out and start running the triple option. And so they say, on the sidelines, we hadn't worked on it all at all because they'd not shown it the year before. they said, "Okay, hey, linebacker, you have quarterback uh, uh uh you have quarterback, safety of the pitch and uh and whoever has the dive, okay, so we go through it. they're just gashing us, and the running back is just pitching it and pitching it to these running backs, and they're going for a hundred yards, beating the first half. And so finally we get to this halftime and they're like, so-and-so, you have the pitch. And he goes, I have, I've been going to the pitch every play. What are you talking about? They're like, what are you talking about? The, the, they, they have a 20 yards rushing in the first half. He goes, well, I've been going to the pitch. I've been, I've been going, I've been hitting the quarterback. This kid thought that when our core, our coach says you have the pitch. He thought that he literally had the guy who was pitching the ball. Not the guy who got the ball. I tell that story only because that's what it looked like yesterday. It was like there was some miscommunication. And Pete, you watched the film, but there was nobody around Daniel Jones half the time.
3: No, but he also um, got loose on that scramble because what happened was his Luicon took an inside route and the the end went up the field. So, yeah, I mean, he they they didn't do a good job of containing the quarterback at all. I mean,
4: on the zone reads a few times, it looked like nobody was there. Now, I, that's what it looked like live. I didn't see the tape. Was there someone who missed tackles, Pete, or they just weren't there?
3: They got caught inside a bunch with nobody there. Yeah, they were there. So, was it Willie McGinnis? Nope. Was it Sammy Knight?
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you. I could. <laughs> I can was tell you that not, I can tell it, you North, North Carolina uh, ran for. I'm
3: trying to look at the roster, and try to figure out who it is, but they, you know, who had a big pass catch in that game? Bucky Brooks.
0: Bucky, yeah, UNC. That's right. Uh, North Carolina ran for 291 yards in that game. By the way, yeah, it was the Pigskin Classic, because, wasn't the Kickoff Classic? By the way,
4: no uh, pigskin. But anyways, because our one of our players thought when the coach said, "You have the pitch." Well, you said he, he went died. on
3: he went on somewhere. And pl- Brian Kelly? No, couldn't be. No. Okay, it had to be somebody that played in the NFL and I'm trying to figure out who that would be. So, I don't I don't it, this this does not list all the um all the starters, but we'll, we'll figure out who that is. We're going to figure out right. just name the man.
1: No, not doing it. Not
3: wow. doing it. But that's what, I mean,
4: watching yesterday live, and again, I didn't watch the tape, it's like, oh my gosh, like, can someone hit this kid, please? Now, on the one big run, it was just they had a blitz, and they got out of their lanes, and Daniel took off, and was like, see you later. That can happen. That right. happens to a lot of teams.
0: And then they had one play where they did the bootleg, and um, he, he ran yeah, for that, about that was, 14. That, that was, was different. Sell,
4: they were selling out to yeah, the run. That's right. now, I'm talking about the that's right. He's, he's, I'm a, good, about he's handful, a good runner. He's a good runner. I'm talking about the handful of zone reads, where he kept it, and there's nobody there. Like one of them, I think it was Smoot, he thought he made the tackle. And there's Daniel Jones,
3: Jones running out the backside for, you know, 15, 20. Holy cow. Oh, my God. I just figured you just threw Jeff Cop under the bus. It's not Jeff Cop. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to get it. It wasn't Daryl Russell, was it? Oh, he's a freshman. I know. am trying to figure out who that could be. I'm looking at this roster. Did the guy play in the NFL? He did play in the NFL. We'll, we'll figure wow. it out. Wow. <laughs> I really believe he just threw Jeff Kopp under the bus, but he just doesn't want to say so. Kopp's it was not Jeff. Th- he's a buddy. Of his. It wasn't Kopp.
0: There you have it. Uh, keeping it real. Presented by Woodbridge by Robert Mondavi. Open up a winner today. Real ingredients. Award-winning wine by Robert Mondavi. We'll have to um, continue Pete's search on the oh, out. Trojans roster of 1993.
3: <laughs> well, uh, 93, right? Not 94. Yeah. We're yeah.
0: back in a moment. And uh, <clears throat> we'll get to some social media questions. Fanatics fan questions, in fact. What a show it's been! It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital
1: Network. It's frustrating, um, you know. But the thing is, too, the guys—the guys know. I mean, that's the thing about it. They've, they've played a lot of football. They understand when mistakes are made, and you know, it's—you uh, know—it's on us as coaches to make sure that they—that uh, they know one, that they understand, but two, that we we help fix it right, and, and we help correct and, and give them the answers. So that falls on the coaches, you know, and, and then the players having to execute the game plan and, and knowing their assignments, you know, that part of it's on them, you know. So that's why it's a two-way street. Uh, but, you know, these mistakes have kind of kept us from uh, winning winning these close games.
0: That's head coach Doug Peterson earlier today. The full press conference available on Jaguars.com. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli, Fanatics fan questions coming up. Hey, I, I found too. I found an article, Pete, from the L.A. Times of that I, game. I figured it out. I, I figured it out. I think okay. he he
3: Tony just did to this guy worse than what his own team did in the NFL when they made him return a kick. Am I right?
4: Uh.
3: Am I right? I think I'm right. Little cornerback, safety, corner slash corner. No. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Is Jason Seahorn?
4: No, I'm not going to tell you. No.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's who What? I
4: mean. it, what? It, what it, you have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> what, JP? What did the LA Times article say? So here's a quote from John Robinson, who was at your enshrinement, uh, of course, and was a, a true gentleman, very nice, uh, the great coach of, of USC. Yeah. He said, uh, oh, "Quote." The gamer. Absolutely. He said, quote, they wanted to play that option until we stopped it, and we still haven't stopped it. He said, it was a basic standard option play, and we just didn't defend it. And then Mac Brown, the North Carolina coach, said his team stuck with option plays to stay out of USC defensive end Willie McGinnis' way. Quote, he's one of the best in the country, and we felt we had to neutralize him, he said. So that's what I have. So I don't either, know if that leads you. It's either Willie
3: McGinnis or, or Jason Seahorn. Yes, it has to be because they're the the only guys from that team that played on NFL. the defensive side of the ball that in the NFL. And cop. Not true. Cop played. Brian Kelly played. Right. Oh, Brian uh, Kelly. You said no on Brian uh, Kelly. Keep, keep to them, Tony. Go uh, ahead.
4: Sammy. Sammy Knight played. Right.
3: Okay. But I named them all, and you said no to all of them.
4: And. Uh, Brian Brian Williams, the outside linebacker, played for
3: the. Second There's round a pick possibility. The Chiefs, back, That's Packers. right. He played for the. He played for the back. That's who it was. D- Dar Daryl Russell,
4: uh, defensive lineman, for uh, played.
3: Yeah, NFL. he was he, he wouldn't guys. have to, he wouldn't have had the pitch the pitch play though. So we narrowed it down to either Sammy Knight, Willie McGinnis, Brian Williams, or. And I don't know if the with the corner when it's one of those it's a, somebody up there near the line. So say okay, so, okay, say the name again. I'll tell you if you said the name or not. McGinnis, Knight, Seahorn Williams. Maybe. <laughs> it tries it crazy when i figure it out when he doesn't want to name a player there's,
0: all right we've got another break coming it up a little bit
3: 400 years ago what do you right. care for?
0: there's got to be a video clip i'm gonna dig during the next time out see if i can find some video you should, of this call, Bunk,
3: you should call bucky bucky will tell us he'll yeah. remember
4: <laughs> right all right, let's go. Oh, Do we have fan questions? Read questions. Come
0: on. Uh, Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com. Shop today and rep your Jags here on game day and every day. Fanatics.com officially licensed everything. We put the cat signal out on Twitter earlier today. Here's the best we came up with. At RJWear89, what is the major thing holding this team back?
3: Like Tony said. Learning how to win. You got to learn how to win. If you do not understand what it takes to win games, every time it goes bad, you're going to lose that game. Learning how to win.
0: Simple enough. Yeah, I agree
3: with
4: Pete. I agree 100%. 100% agree with Pete. You got to learn to win football games. You got to make. This team doesn't
3: make plays when it has to. Whether it's a stop, whether it's a big play, a first down, But again, going, whatever. I is. go back to 96. You guys didn't either. And then you learn. Suddenly you learned how to do it. It, it, it. For a young team, it has to happen. And when it happens, then it will stay that way. But they haven't learned that yet.
0: Next question at Jags Keto How does losing close games get fixed? Leaders in the locker room, coach speeches, eventually sorting itself
3: out? Belief. It's individual yeah, I, 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 individual belief, gotta believe. confidence. You got to believe. I don't believe any speech is going to make you have confidence. That's got to come from, oh, and, and Tony, I always go back to a story you told me, and I, and I think it's a great story. The week leading up into playing Bruce Smith, you were terrified and the first time you played him, and you said the, yes. very first, the very first play, you were backed up in your own end, and you threw him down on the ground, and you said, oh, I can do this. There was your belief. And that's what this team needs to get to. They need to have that belief that they're that good and they can find a way to win games. And they were coming back and they're not going to make the stupid mistakes. It all comes back to that. You have to have belief and confidence in yourself.
0: Next and no speech is
3: going to do that for you.
0: No, no. You got to go play and, and figure it out. On I, I, I,
4: but it's not about a speech. It's about the right leadership. I do think coaches and
3: leadership matters
0: can try to figure it out.
3: It matters, but it doesn't need to be rah rah. It's, you know, it's gotta be look, you guys are good enough. Go believe in yourselves. That's what it has to be. And cut out the crap, the dumb stuff you do. They do a lot of dumb things.
0: Next question at Lucas Stewart forty four. How much does the lack of a true number one receiver stand out to you guys on film or live? Zero.
3: They, no, they need one though. But I think – and I'll say this. I think First of all, you're not going to get one, Pete. You're not getting no. one unless you draft one. Right. You got to draft one. But the offensive scheme helps make guys get open. I, 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 love, the, I love the design of the offense. I'm, I'm, I'm not ever going to take anything away from Doug for that because I love his offense. But if you have a real number one and make it a lot of – like, Tony, those shots we were talking about where they max protected, sent two guys out in the route – A number one receiver wins that, and you get that shot down the field. They didn't win that.
4: Yeah, but I'll say this. Christian Kirk did win, and and Trevor Lawrence didn't pull the trigger one time. He had him on a one-on-one, a a deep over route, and he had the whole middle of the field wide open. He could have thrown to Christian Kirk against Adore Jackson. He didn't do it. So, And if you guys don't think Christian Kirk's the number one, okay. I'm not going to argue that with you right now. He's close, though.
3: He's close, really close. That's my, I
4: don't want to argue that. But my point is, you're not getting a number one receiver if you don't think Christian Kirk is because you're paying him like a number one. Unless You've got to draft the guy. Right. you got to
3: draft the guy. Right, that's right.
0: Next question at uh, Please Help My Team. How concerning is this pass rush? Is this something we should address this offseason, even though we did significantly this
3: year? No, you shouldn't address it. You have a, the first overall pick in the draft, and you have a, a guy that was taken in the top 10. If they can't solve it, then you got a problem. they got to figure out. Trayvon Walker needs to figure out how to rush the passer with some pass rush moves. And like Tony said, Josh Allen's sacks will come. He's been playing actually pretty good football. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Um... By the way, Aiden Hutchinson had one and a half now. He has four and a half on the year, just saying. What do you think of Thibodeau? Meh. Yeah. It wasn't great. He started coming on later in the game, though. As you can see, he started playing better. He's athletic. Well,
4: first of all, he, the only pressure he got was against Cam. Two. He went inside. He Cam has no right arm. He had no right arm. Just, he hurt his right shoulder, so he played one-armed out there.
3: He got two pressures, by the way. I don't what the other one, but he had two. Next he no power.
0: Our next question at shag underscore Howard as a fan of James Robinson, is there any more news on why he didn't play or what's going to happen with him? Well, I'll start with this answer. Doug Peterson said this afternoon that there was some lower body, some knee soreness, something like that, uh, it was happening during the game, and that's why he didn't get a lot of look. But
3: uh, wait, well, uh, wait, 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 wait! What was the what? When the, was it the second quarter when he ran the wheel route and Trevor missed him? I don't know. Tony, do you remember that play when he ran yes. the wheel route and he missed him down the sideline? That was the second quarter. So when did he hurt the knee, the knee soreness? I think they're I, – I just think they've gone in a different direction. They don't want to say it because he's such a good kid and been around here for a while. But he, he – okay, let's be real. He should get a couple carries Garys just to take – right? I mean, he's got to get some work.
4: Not if, not if Etienne only gets 14 carries. He only had 14 yeah, well, carries yesterday,
3: Pete. That's true.
4: No. Sorry.
3: Okay, ETN gets 18. Now, could, give him, I, I, give him I, I could, three or I four.
4: Argue, yes, I could argue this, though. On that third and one, is James Robinson a better short yardage back than ETN? Yes, I think he is.
3: Yeah, he, the way that was played, he wasn't getting it either. Oh, I think he would have. He he rarely lost.
4: The guy his, tackled but him but from I,
3: behind, Tony. He came down the line and made the play. He tackled him from behind.
4: see Good point. I don't know why I'm arguing that. It's Who knows? I'm just saying, I think at this point, James Robinson's a better short yarder so, back than so ETN. So what is
3: James Robinson's role going forward? Make that prediction. He is the backup
4: running back who will be will spot ETN and will be on certain packages. More than hasty. I think they'll both have their own packages. But if it comes <laughs> you can only down to- have so many. <laughs> You know this is my point. If it comes down to who's the backup, Robinson's the backup. But Hasty will have a couple has a couple packages that they're going to use them on.
3: Would you consider peddling James Robinson to a team that no. needs to back like the Jets? No. You wouldn't.
4: No. Well, I mean, what am I going to get for him?
3: What are they going to give them, Pete? Well, they just lost their starting running back, so they might be interested in giving you something for him.
4: What what are they going to give for James Robinson? I'm just I'm not being I'm not, I'm not being four? the smartest. I'm being a, four I
3: wouldn't know. What if it went to a three? With playtime yeah. incentives. Yeah. Like you put some incentives in there and say if he gets, you know, a yeah. thousand yards. I already said the... three. I already said yes at okay. three. No. <laughs> I just wanna see I just wanna see how far you will your go where you will go with it. You had you had me at
4: hello. You had me at hello. <laughs>
0: Our final fan question tonight from at Mason Evans. Well, I know it's tough to defend, but how do we continue to look so lost against RPOs? The film is out there, so we have to know teams are going to keep using it against us. Uh, We've talked this a good bit tonight, but that's also a good point at the end. I mean, this is not, there's a lot of football left and everybody's looking at this tape, right?
3: Yeah, but there's not a lot of quarterbacks that run that either. I mean, there's there are more and more doing it. I mean, but the RPOs you can run, but you got to have a threat to, to run the football. Level. I mean, the quarterback has to run a little bit too. You who, let me who's ask,
4: killed, who's killed us in RPOs? Why do we say we're struggling in RPOs? Well, because outside uh, of this, outside of the Eagles, Giants game,
0: the Eagles, yeah, Philly.
4: I thought they'd be. I thought the Eagles just beat a straight
3: up beat. Well, I mean, Matt Ryan ran a lot of RPOs last week when he when he when they show the run out of the pistol, he pulls it and throws the little short passes. I mean, think about think about that for a second. Matt Ryan has essentially been benched, and he threw for three ninety or whatever last (laughs) week. (laughs) Right.
4: I thought the same, Pete. Amazing. I thought the same thing when I read that that he was getting benched.
3: I'm like, holy cow! How did this guy beat us last week? Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god! And went down the field in the closing seconds. I mean, two, that should never have happened.
0: Two weeks but, after his uh, career high completion. The RPO.
3: You know, part of the reason with the RPO is their their linebackers are so aggressive that they get sucked up a lot on those RPOs, and so you just throw it over the top and and they've been hitting the flat a bunch too on those. There's. Things that ask them. you about line- the crossers have killed them.
4: That's true. Hey Pete, you said you brought up our linebackers. I don't, let me ask you a question, only because I don't know. You made me think of this. Have you been watching the Steelers at all? Yeah. How is uh, Miles uh, Jack playing? Okay, just okay, just okay.
3: Nothing special. I'm I mean, curious more than anything, but. But they they have a lot of money invested in this line in that that free agent linebacker, and then you got.
4: I'm not saying to change. I'm not making a change. I'm just, i made, you made me think of because I was thinking we have two new linebackers, which led me to think of how's our linebacker doing
3: from last. Here's one for you. What if they had used Muma's pick on something else? I mean, basically, you got nothing out of that guy.
4: It's only one year. Yeah, I mean, okay, we so started, okay, let's fast seven. forward
3: the next year. Who's he take Whose job is he taking next year?
4: Well, hey, don't I, ask hard questions like
3: that. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, wow, just, got him stumped.
4: Him. I
3: didn't like to pick when they made it. He was not. If if you, I thought it was. I thought it. Was, I thought it was an interesting pick. I didn't understand it either. If you paid the free agent all that money, you drafted Devin Lloyd, then you went back in to go draft Devin Lloyd, then that means you're drafting Moomin. He's not going to play for a couple years, at least. Yeah, I didn't understand that pick. Don't ask the tough questions. I'm putting you in the GM seat. I I, I was being sarcastic, you idiot. Would you you Uh, have taken? No. No, I would not have. Of course, neither would I.
0: Tony would melt under questioning from the media.
3: Oh, uh, he be you kidding me? He would be the biggest baby in the Please.
0: history of the football oh, league. Oh man. You, me? I own the media. I used to own
4: the media when I was a player. I had I had JP, I had Pete backpedaling.
3: Please never backpedaled. I never backpedaled. Uh, you, why would I why would I be backpedaling from you? You gave me all my information. Why would I backpedal? You were my source for deep 20 throat. twenty-five of my stories.
0: <laughs> deep throat. Deep throat.
3: Whatever. <laughs>
0: I love it! Hey, by the way, Pete, do you still have your 1993 Southern Cal roster up in front of you? I think I've narrowed it down to two culprits on the Ooh, video. Yeah. Video the whole roster
3: saw- not online. It's hard to find. It was so mm-hmm. long ago, nobody really cares. But go ahead. Anybody, yeah. So yeah. the
0: video I saw online, there's one YouTube like highlight video of that game with UNC stuff, but they only showed one or two option plays, and I have it right. down to either 55 or 18, whoever those guys are.
3: Well, 55 is McGinnis.
0: Okay, so it may not be him. <laughs> maybe it's 18 he was kind oh, of a wait, corner he who who was 18? 18 looked like a who corner 18 he was a smaller guy he missed on one touchdown run that's for sure that he crashed in and it was just an easy pitch the guy's 10 yards open
3: i don't know what what number did seahorn wear at usc what was number 18 i don't know i don't know I don't, it's, it's hard a, to find that roster
0: it's tough yeah it's a long time ago that's for sure um We'll take. I'll a time say out-
4: this: It was not. It was not Willie McGinnis
3: Well, he wore fifty-five. Right, I
0: know he did. All right, let's take a time okay. out. We'll find it during the break. We'll come back in a moment. We'll go around the league. We'll try to get the answer, even though Tony won't tell us any names. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Welcome back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. We continue our search through the footage of the 1993 no, we Classic. we got it. It's
3: Jason Seahorn. I just watched the option play. See? Ned scored the touchdown. He crashed down. He was no supposed doubt. to have the pitch, man.
0: Had to be him.
3: It's, it's, it's Jason Sehorn. And by the way, as you play that highlight, did you play it all the way through, J.P.? Uh-huh. Did you see number 71 on North Carolina come up the field and get a sack? And Baselli blocked down, and then he put his hands up and went like he was. Oh, what are we doing here? <laughs> Do you remember that? Tony? It wasn't my guy. It wasn't my guy. It Was not my guy. <laughs> you you blocked down, and nobody blocked that guy. And you, as soon as he hit the quarterback, you like threw your hands up in the air, like what the hell's going on? What was who's responsible for that?
4: I actually don't really remember. I really
3: don't. <laughs> well, I, all I know is you're, there's a picture. If I. If I freezed it, there's a picture. You block down, and there's nobody out there, and you put your hand – you went what like this. It? Oh,
4: It was probably a naked, and they uh, came straight at the field.
3: No, it's not a naked. He's in drop-back position, but the tight end is on your side. He releases. Mm. The end comes outside, and you don't block him, and you put your hands up and look at somebody on the line and go like this. Did I block down? Yes. You, you looked inside uh. and then came back outside. By that time, it was too late. Oh,
4: it's probably
3: the tight end then. Who's the tight yeah, it's probably the tight end, end. So, needless to say, as we looked for Jason Seahorn, who is the culprit, we <laughs> yes, figured that out. Correct. We found better, we found better <laughs> material We found better material <laughs> hey, of Tony trying to blame somebody else
0: If the show was only only one hour, we would have never had it. But now, oh, anyway. isn't,
3: that, isn't that great, JP? Yeah, it's you awesome. found the YouTube. I found it, and then and then I look at it. He's blaming somebody else. <laughs> of
0: course, <he laughs> is. it's
3: not. Tr- First of all, it's not true. <laughs> it is true. I'm watching it. I just watched the highlights on you YouTube. Look, it's as free. As soon as the it's sack right happens, there. you look inside to somebody else, and be like this with your hands in here. Let me
4: ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Was there a uh, was there a guy walked up to? It might have been a scat where I I was blocking down, and then.
3: And, uh, it's on the goal line. It's
0: 29 years ago. How do you remember okay. this? The Tom?
3: tight end releases the linebacker stunts. He's over you, but he slants inside on the guard and you take a step inside and then can't get back outside on the other guy. Uh, yeah, you raise your hands up. You put your hands up and you actually look at somebody and you go like this,
0: like the, like the emoji, did. like you hands up emoji. Like,
3: I don't know. <laughs> it's like this. It's like this. It's, it's incredible. You know what? I, if
4: if if I was the coach, I would have ripped me for even if it wasn't my fault. I, I I hated people, and obviously I was one of them who did like the. I don't know, like what happened?
3: What were you? You were a sophomore this year, weren't you? No, a junior this year. June, junior. Yeah. Yeah. All right, mystery yeah. solved.
0: Mystery solved. Oh, no, sorry.
4: First of all, I cannot. I will not confirm that you guys got it right.
0: Well, I, can I just confirm, watched the play. I yeah, saw, the, the, I saw the him
3: in the end both take the pitch, the quarterback, and nobody took the pitch guy. Yeah, and guess what? The <laughs> corner is supposed to stay
0: outside, I'm guessing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> he took he took the quarterback because he thought that he was supposed to take him on every play instead of take the pitch guy. Unbelievable. The guy walked, there was nobody there. He pitched it to him, he walked in. Like, yeah, literally. I don't, I don't
4: know. I'll say this. Let me say you this about Jason Seahorn, one of the best athletes I ever played football
3: with. He would have been had he not torn up his knee. He would have been a good corner. He was a good player. That dude could that dude could dunk too. Yeah, oh he was my
0: a
4: gosh, good player. He was an amazing, amazing athlete.
0: He crashed down really fast. I'll say that. Uh, let's go around the NFL. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. It was quick. Uh, let's go around the National Football League. The Ravens played the- his teammate though, like no. some other Trojans no, do. So, yeah, some of the other Trojans. I who- didn't.
4: First of all, you Ooh. didn't even know what I was saying. I could have been frustrated at myself on the play call. I could have been no, that you looked, you looked inside
3: to where the other yeah. linemen were standing. It's and That's what it, it is.
0: Video evidence. I wasn't playing uh, it anyway. Video evidence. You're Ravens over the Browns. Up. You're making stuff up. 23-20, the Panthers over the Buccaneers. A get-right game for the Panthers? What in the world was that?
3: What would you say? 23-20? 21- they wish they scored 20. 21-3,
0: to was it?
3: Yeah, 21-3. I thought yeah. you said 23-20. No, 21-3. Three. Three. Scored three there? points. Think about that. Three points. They're in they're trouble.
4: they tied for first in the division, though.
3: Yeah, Oof. but they're in trouble. The division stinks. Bengals.
4: the problem with the Buccaneers? Beat? The
3: offensive line is terrible. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: There you go. Uh, Bengals over the Falcons, 35-17. Cowboys whacked the Lions 24-6. Commanders beat the Packers 23-21. What's up with the pack? I ask this every week, Pete.
3: <laughs> Think about it. Aaron Rodgers threw for under 200 yards and lost to Taylor Heineke, and Tom Brady scored three points and lost to P.J. Walker. What the hell is going on in this league? Oh, Packers zero. have no receivers he trusts. Zero. None. And uh, that's a problem.
0: The Jets and the Broncos and the New York Jets keep finding a way. There takes the snap. Toss sweep to the left. All with blockers in front. Has a crease to the 45, to the 50. Left sideline, 40. Down the sideline, 30. He's gone. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Brees Hall. House call. The Jets take the lead. That's Bob Wischusen on the ninety-eight-seven ESPN Jets radio network midway through the that'll first quarter. A, yeah, they that'll be it. his
3: last touchdown.
0: Yeah, he's out for the season. Torn ACL. Hall.
3: That's bad. That's bad. Not only that, they lost Elijah Vera Tucker for the year as well. Triceps. Yeah, that's bad for the Jets because they were playing good football. Robert Sala had them playing good, hard, sound, fundamental football.
0: They did, no doubt. The Broncos next week uh, against the Jaguars. The Broncos can't score and they don't have a quarterback right now.
3: No, I don't right, know. is
4: Russell Wilson going to play this week?
3: Who knows? I mean, who knows that guy? Who knows? You could, you could just is, tell them. Is Nate in Nate trouble? Get
4: fired before the end
3: of the season. Well, you got to think, there's a new ownership group that didn't hire him. A wealthy new ownership group that didn't hire him in the Walton family. So, uh, it's possible. Is he in over his head? I mean... I I haven't
4: watched enough, I don't know.
3: They're sloppy, they do some bad things.
4: I heard they were sloppy with their... Play calling, getting plays out on time. People Penalties. The field, like, yeah, decisions. Yeah. It's just sloppy. I mean,
0: the defense sloppy. is good. The defense can play. It's just the offense has issues.
3: Well, the defense was good before with the last coach. I mean, they had a great defensive coach. Vic Vangio was a hell of a defensive coach. Right.
0: Uh, the Raiders running back, Josh Jacobs, getting it done for the Silver and Black against the Texans.
3: He's in the slot to the right. Instead, it's a handoff into the belly
4: of Jacobs. Bounces off a defender at the 2 and in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders. Jacobs does it again. His second rushing touchdown of the game. And the Raiders back in front of the Texans 23-20 with 13-32 to go in the ballgame. Yeah,
0: Raiders won the game 38-20. And Jason Horowitz on the Compass Media Las Vegas Raiders uh, Radio Network. He used to work with me. Yes, he did, and that touchdown was the fifth lead change of the game, one of three on the ground for Jacobs in this game. The Raiders are now two and four.
3: What do you do with Jacobs? He's an unrestricted free agent after the season. You almost feel bad for the running backs. You can have these great seasons, and you're not going to get a big contract. Is this his fourth year already, Pete? Yeah, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. I mean, he's going to get paid. He'll get paid. He'll get paid a running back contract, but the – but the mega-contracts no, are gone for the running backs. No. Yeah, the, the mega-contracts are gone for running backs. Let's it's move on. Seven or eight a year.
0: Let's see, Pete, you're not a running back, free agent, running back guy.
3: You wouldn't pay him. Would you? I'd pay, pay him five, six million a year, maybe put some incentives in it. I'm not paying him any more than that. I mean, I draft, no, I'm not. I'd draft a guy. Right.
0: I was going to say, part. is this the same Pete Prisco who who's, who's stepped who's I wouldn't have Pete traded Prisco's for Christian body. McCaffrey
4: either. They gave him a lot for that, Pete
3: too much mm.
0: seahawks chargers the seahawks never trailed they made it a three score game late with the rookie running back going wild
3: first and 10 toss to walker goes right side has a little running room parkinson out front here comes oh, up the sideline he's on the run 40 down to the 30 they're going to catch him i don't think so 15 10 5 touchdown seahawks 74 yards the Seahawks get the ball on downs. They toss it to Ken Walker, the third. He gets fired out of a Gatlin gun, and he is gone.
0: 168 yards, two touchdowns for the rookie out of Michigan State. Seahawks now four and three. Have they figured it out? By the way, that's Steve Rabel on Seahawks broadcasting. Pete, what do you like?
3: Where do they, where do they find Ken, Ken Walker? Second round. You can find guys, you don't draft them, you don't, dra- you don't pay them. Uh, by the way, think about this, Tony. The Chargers are giving up 5.7 per rush. Remember, I mean, remember, I thought Brandon Staley was like the defensive genius. Five, they change guys. Remember, they sign Austin Johnson. They go get Sebastian Joseph. They, 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 don't, they don't stop. They can't stop the run, ever. Hey, and Pete, remember, and this was a top-ten defense when Staley took it over from Gus. Right. They don't stop the run. And here's the other thing. Justin Herbert leads the league in pass attempts. They're 28th in yards per attempt. They don't throw the ball down the field with that guy. They're not
4: very good. Um, I'll say this, but the better story to me is uh, is the Seahawks and Geno Smith.
0: I mean, Geno Smith was
4: dead. Right. He was dead, Pete. No No one wanted Geno Smith. He's on every team. He's a bomb. He's holding, you know, he can't play. The dude's playing top end bat. This is why they drafted him out of West Virginia.
3: He's playing great. They play the Giants this week in Seattle. That's a tough trip for the Giants after going to Jacksonville. And the Giants can't stop the run. They're giving up about five and a half per per rush as well. 5.6 going in. I think it's 5.7 now. Yeah. They're tied. so. So Ken Walker will have another big day.
0: Chiefs and the Niners. The Chiefs trailed 10 nothing early and took the lead midway through the second and stayed on the accelerator capping it off late in the fourth quarter. Time to throw over the middle, Juju Smith-Schuster wide open, 25-20. Jukes the safety, 10, gets a block, angling
3: near side, pylon, touchdown, Kansas City. In his yards after catch all day long, a 45-yard touchdown
0: reception by Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, the Chiefs went at 44-23 over the Niners. Uh, Mitch Holtis on the 106.5, the Wolf and the Chiefs radio network. Mahomes over 400, Niners turned it over three times, Pete.
3: Yeah, they played terrible football, but can Christian McCaffrey play corner? Can he help out in the secondary? I mean, my (laughs) gosh, that was the number one defense in the league, and Mahomes did whatever the hell he wanted to to him all day long. I mean, they got a big game this week. They play the Rams. Pete, they haven't played a
4: good defense the last two weeks,
3: though. Who? No, no, Atlanta got them, too, last week. You're right. They're not that good on defense right now. And they got a lot of guys back. They all were back on the lineup. That was bad.
0: And one final score last night, Dolphins over the Steelers, 16-10. They picked on Noah Igbenogany all game, and then he intercepted the ball at the end to seal it for the Dolphins to knock off the Steelers. Monday Night Football, we head to Foxborough, and who will play quarterback for the New England Patriots? Backup Bailey Zappi has won the last two outings. Mac Jones could be back from injury. The Bears, on the other hand, are looking to rebound from a lackluster performance on Thursday night a week ago. They're looking for their first win away from Soldier Field this season. Who you got tonight at Gillette Stadium? Mac Jones is well, back.
4: Mac, Mac, yeah, Mac Jones is starting.
3: I wrote that this morning, by the way. I'll take the Patriots.
4: I know you did. Just correct. Me. I, I think the Patriots I think the Patriots
3: win by seventeen. Yeah, they're gonna kill the Bears them. are bad. Bad football team. Bad offensive line, bad football team.
0: And, uh, of course, Bill Belichick would surpass George Hallis with a win tonight for all-time wins. He tied him last week, and uh, that could happen at Gillette Stadium tonight. All right, so uh, next week, London. Uh, Tony, you're there already. The Jaguars arrive on the yeah, ground yes. Friday, and then it is game on Sunday at is Wembley. Is he not on the, the
3: program next week, JP?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm on. I'm told there will not be one next week. That's what I was told today. There's no there's
4: no Monday night?
0: No. Because the Why? The, Why? the team's coming back, it's late, there's travel. We were told today no Monday next week. So there you go.
4: Interesting.
3: Yes. Oh. So so we, we'll be back in two weeks, I guess. Hopefully so after a win. Maybe maybe Doug can go for it on fourth and one the whole game then because he won't get any criticism <laughs> about it. <laughs> All right, oh, I, yeah. That's news to me. Are you sure, JP? You like, miss yeah, think like, Missy? that? Yeah, I think JP's got some bad information. That's what I was told. That's what I was told. Pete, was maybe you and I will just
4: do our own little uh, podcast next week or release it out somewhere.
0: Tony, you'll be on the plane yeah. with me. Like, we should just sit down and do one and leave Pete out.
3: Are you flying back Monday? Oh, we can Monday? do that, too. You guys well, are flying I'm back, back, back one line, Sunday night with the team, I'm flying back. So how are you going to be on the plane? You'll be home? I
0: I don't know. Hey we gotta go. That's Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. I've stirred it up. I'm JP Shadrick. We'll see you next time. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.